Welcome back, everyone, to, in my opinion, the livest podcast on uh, TV and film and entertainment. Of course, I'm going to say that. Don't you co-sign, Kevin? Oh, I absolutely co-sign. It is the best. It is called TV Channeling. Thank you. I was leaving that for you to say. My (laughs) name is Tachi. And I'm Kevin. And we are the TV twins. That's right. Most of the time, anyway. All right, so <laughs> let's get right into it. Um, mm-hmm. I am happy to uh, let you guys know that our summer series continues. And what series is that, by any chance? It is The Bad Girls and Boys of Summer 2019. So, Tachi, what is our uh, newest review in this ongoing summer series? Well, how appropriate that this is called The Boys. Which I don't understand why, but it's called The Boys. And before you, you know, so aptly tell us or aptly tell us the synopsis, I'm going to put, we're clock blocking it today. I'm going to put, oh yes, my friend. Wait, shouldn't the the clock clock come out after I read the synopsis? Oh, nope. Today it's part of it. (laughs) And I'm giving you a whole extra five because of that. 25 minutes on the clock. Yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. All right. Uh, the Boys is a brand new Amazon Prime uh, uh, show that is now available for streaming. Um, uh, let me give you the synopsis. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. The Boys, when a super kills the love of his life, AV salesman Huey Campbell teams up with Billy Butcher, a vigilante hell-bent on punishing corrupt supers, and Huey's life will never be the same again never be the same again i I love that never (laughs) well also once your life is once your love of your life has been killed by a super your your life will already never be the same again so yeah there's there's a lot of things making huey's life never be the same again yeah and this is an everyday occurrence so anyway are you aren't you gonna ask me the question Okay, Tachi, what did you think of Amazon Prime's The Boys? So all I needed to see was that it was about superheroes and action adventure, and I was game straight away. When I saw the title, The Boys, I was like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> what the, What is this going to be? So, you know, I just saw the title. I didn't read any synopsis or anything. So I went in there raw and fresh with fresh eyes. I said, oh, superheroes, you say? I'm down. So I was game from the word jump as soon as I saw it was about this. But I have to say, this is a more complex superhero story than we normally get. Now, obviously, whenever you watch something Marvel or something DC, which are the two popular places we get our superhero content, we always know that there are complexities. The superhero is grappling with some reality, right? The villains as well. People don't just come out of a silo in terms of of how they feel, act, and behave. They're they're at that particular place in time. They've come to that crossroads because of something. So the interesting thing is this takes a different turn in terms of instead of always looking at the quote superheroes as the saviors, they it looks at the corruption within an organ. This it's like an organized crime in a sense for superheroes. They're called the seven. So there are seven superheroes that and I guess they've divided up the country. It's really like uh, uh, one thing I put down 
is that this it's it's a it's a business if you saw remember i i don't know did we watch we didn't talk about oka the the netflix thing where no, we didn't. yeah so in oka there was this um super super sized corporation that dealt with um the issue of needing to feed everyone in the world and so they de- developed these super pigs so it was like a one you know, these kind of super evil organizations this is what this seemed like and so i thought it was interesting that instead of taking the the tone of oh superheroes are all good and they're here they looked at the underlying the underbelly of the organization that governed these seven superheroes and the seven superheroes themselves so i i'll stop there because i know we've got much more to talk about kevin your thoughts okay first i want to mention that the boys is based on a comic uh book of the same name and uh, that was uh written by uh garth ennis and Derek robertson and um it really is an interesting take because if when you really start and ask the question if superheroes really were real if we had people amongst us that had super abilities how would corporate how would corporations take advantage of that and this show absolutely shows how that would happen and if you have people with super abilities even people that are quote-unquote presenting themselves as heroes might actually be villains and what's cool about this story is that the the heroes of the story are the villains and the the vigilantes are the heroes so far and so far we've seen one of the supers i think so far in the show seems to be really good and pure of heart and intention some of the supers aren't particularly like super evil but they're just not good people they're people to make a bu- they're out to make a buck and to you know self-aggrandize themselves and make money but i think it's revealed at the very end of the episode that one of the people we're dealing with is a whole other level <laughs> who's at a whole other level of diabolicalness and what uh, uh he or she is willing to do so they definitely deserve the moniker of bad boy slash or bad girl of summer. Yes. <laughs> so this this series encompasses all of that. Even if we hadn't done anything else, this this series would have encompassed. If we just picked one, I think this yeah, series this would have been this would have been the show that would would most best at uh, best describe the bad girls and uh, boys of summer 2019. <laughs> I I learned 2019. <laughs> you're, you're almost singing it. I said 2019. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're making me go back to our last review. Trinket. <laughs> oh yes, yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Is like trinket. <laughs> oh, Kevin. If I I could never do another podcast with somebody else, <laughs> you have spoiled me as to the uh, the the wonderfulness of of the voice. You really have. Aw, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Enough of that. So <laughs> <laughs> you get one mushy per per season. That was okay. It. Okay. All right. So um, one of the things let's talk about the opening of the episode, which was yeah. pretty spectacular, because at the very beginning we see two kids arguing over a classic argument that boys have had throughout the. Since the since the dawn of time, practically, boys have been arguing about which super could beat up another superhero. And so these kids are doing it in a world where superheroes actually exist. And then all of a sudden, they end up being uh, uh, in danger when there's a, a Brinks uh, truck robbery in progress. And they're about to be killed 
when all of a sudden uh, uh, Queen Maeve uh, comes in and saves them. And that was one of the most spectacular sequences because she stands in front of a Brinks truck going at full speed. And basically she stands there as if she is made of stone and the and the truck hits her and it just kind of disintegrates around her. It was spectacular how they did it and and what i loved about it when 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 the it's happening all in slow motion and as the truck is basically splitting in half as it crashes into her and goes and goes around her her hair is blowing like she's in a shampoo commercial i'm like you go queen yeah (laughs) and you know i i was as a filmmaker i always try to deconstruct how that was done as well so i'm like okay this is some serious green screen action because you know usually actors have to stand in front of a green screen so that they can then superimpose all of that in editing so the brings truck breaking down around her so they've got a fan she's in front of the green screen but the key to this is how you light the actor because if you don't light them properly it looks super fake this was just done seamlessly so between the good lighting and then the good editing it's like well well damn her hair oh really yeah the is lights blowing. the shadow the shadows of the of the pieces of the truck flying off around her all of it was per Perfection. Oh yeah, it was and, it was calculated. Yeah, it was very very well done. But I love the fact that after uh, Queen Maven and um, what's his name, uh, Homelander, save these two boys from these incredibly stupid Brinks truck robber. What I <laughs> what I don't understand is they live in a world where they know they're superheroes, and when the superheroes basically are like gonna there, they basically grab the two boys and they're all like, you know, we're gonna like, you know, we're, we're gonna hold them as hostages, and when um what's his name homelander starts shooting he's like basically there this show superman and he starts shooting his laser eyes at this guy's like gun he doesn't drop it immediately so he he melts the gun and the molten metal basically it fuses to this guy's hand and he's hurt and he goes down but the moment i see a superhero like a superman is in front of me you know what if what is this is the time when you give up and then the other yes. guy starts shooting at him why just like at that you are caught and then he gets thrown up in the air and falls and he's clearly dead so it's just like okay yeah when you're faced with a superhero if there's ever okay you know what this is just a little tip from me to you if you're ever faced with a real life superhero and you're committing a crime just let the kids go it's not gonna end well for you no and then white flag if you want to end you know be alive just white flag with no fusions of uh, firearms to your hands. Exactly. Wi- drop drop your, weapons drop, it, drop your weapons and give up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. But, you know, again, then there's no story. If well, you know, it's, 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 it's the same as like in real life. Whenever you see like uh, uh, 50 cops and a helicopter following somebody on a slow speed or high speed chase where they get out of the car and then they start running. And I'm just like, you, you see, there's a helicopter above you following you like they're, I'm watching you on the news. Why do you think you're going to get away? No, well, exactly. My thing is, too, you are so bold to have committed what you did, but now you're not bold enough to say, yeah, I did. You run? I'm like, come on now. <laughs> come well, you on. know what? That, I have to say that that the those are good parents that raise people that have that kind of self-esteem, because if I was being chased by the police in a helicopter, I wouldn't believe in myself that like, oh, I can get away. I can ditch all these cops in these in this helicopter. I didn't have that kind of faith in myself. These people truly, <laughs> they, they, their self-esteem is through the roof. <laughs> Wow. Wow, that's an interesting version of self Yeah, their parents but okay. really taught them to how to believe in themselves, you know? That is that is the kind of uh, that you know what? That's the audacity of hope. I do not have it. 
I don't. <laughs> I can't with you today. No. No, we are not going to be quoting the audacity my, of hope. You know what? My hope is audacity free. <laughs> so. <laughs> I have no audacity. Anyway, when it comes to that. So... So okay, so here this is um this is the interesting thing, and here's when and I am not a huge fan of superfluous pop culture references. I understand sometimes you need to do that to kind of separate, especially if it's a remake, to separate where you are versus where the original one was. But when the kids said, oh, "Cool, can I have a selfie?" I don't know. Do they really say that? Do people really say that? Yeah. Oh my God. That's one thing. That, that's one thing that's very much changed. There was a time when you see a, a famous person, people would ask for their autograph. Nobody asks for autographs anymore. No. There's, that's a thing of the past. What people ask for is a selfie. You want a picture of yourself with the celebrity. So right the, when the, to prove when that the you're kids there. ask that, but to me, what's funny to me about the whole asking, "Can I get a selfie?" is just like you literally just cheated death. At one point, the ring truck is basically barreling on the two kids, about to cr- kill them when uh, Queen Maven stands in front and saves them so i would be so verklempt by that and then you were taken hostage by people with like machine guns so i would be a little bit like i would need like two seconds to collect myself but these kids were like i wouldn't still be standing there i would be run like thank you (laughs) bye-bye so that again these kids their self-esteem they're together because right after being after cheating death twice in the, like in a five minute span they're like can't get a selfie and they're like posting it to instagram so yeah that is one thing that's very different uh as far as in autographs versus selfie cultures every time i hear celebrities talk about how they hate anytime they go anywhere you will be constantly asked to take selfies over and over and if you don't take a picture with somebody they will they will basically i've heard celebrities talk about, talk about being in restaurants having dinner with their family and people will just come up to them one after the other like can we get a picture can we get a picture can we get a picture and i can see how after the 18th person then you are a straight up bitch when you say oh well no i'm eating dinner with my family and then they'll be bad mouthing you to the end of time the fact that you wouldn't take a picture with them um when they when they encountered you well bad mouth me damn it you don't owe them <laughs> you, you you don't owe them anything so yeah i i well, you i know what that's not how i go ahead that's not how i feel last weekly fans i'll be happy to take pictures with you whenever you encounter me at restaurants okay after the 75th time you're gonna get tired (laughs) you're gonna get tired now see i do it's 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 all it's good but the thing is there's a line that people tend to cross and they think you owe them because you're a celebrity you don't owe them anything you owe them to be nice but they owe you the respect of um can i eat damn it yeah, that's Before one thing. I'm, I'm surprised cold. that, that oh, oh, but worse than that, I've heard many celebrities talk about being in the bathroom where someone will stick something underneath the stall or, or they'll knock on the stall saying, can I take a picture with you um, while they're using the bathroom? It's just like you can't wait for them to be washing their hands before you're uh, like, a, uh, you know, asking them to take a picture with you. Hmm. <laughs> not i said the cat i just i just can't but um, i know okay so let's get to the meat we've gotten off track the meat, yeah. let's get to the meat of the story so basically this is a story what get what starts the story or propels the story is we meet our incredibly mild-mannered and it's actually he truly is mild-mannered um <laughs> the hero of our story um huey and he and his girlfriend um he's he works at a he works at like a little uh, electronic shop and he was trying to ask for a raise but he didn't have the courage to do 
it and he's walking with his girlfriend and she's talking they're talking about like you know getting a place together and she's you know giving him a pep talk and they have like a just in the five minutes we see of them together like wow they really they've got something they've got love and as uh as he's kissing her literally he leans in to kiss her when all of a sudden just she turns into like just a blood it's like as if she were a water balloon filled with blood and he looks down to see that he's holding her hands and arms and that's it and it turns out that a train a a a superhero very much like the flash who can run very very fast has run into her and just at an incredibly rate incredible rate of speed just destroying her and basically saying oops sorry and then running off yeah he was like i can't stop but you did witch exactly and so i thought that when when you can run that fast like normally when they show the kind of the flash kind of uh, speed that everything looks really slow to that person who's running super fast and everything else moving at a slower rate of speed uh, so he could basically see oh there's a woman right there let me just move over one foot and not b- m- blow her up uh, so he doesn't but he ends up killing her and so apparently there's this uh company called uh uh volt uh, and they're the ones I love. I love their tagline Volt. We make heroes super. And so <laughs> I thought, wow, that's great. So they basically are in charge of all. They basically dispatch different superheroes to different towns and different cities. They basically pay uh, this corporation for the use of the, the rights to uh, a particular superhero to be in your town solving crimes and rescuing people as well as they get a percentage of the merch because these these characters are uh, these actual superheroes they're on like they're on Oreo packs they're on they're selling malt liquor they're selling all kinds of products and they're also featured in movies as well so it's like it's a blending of the what we have in the real world so it's like can you imagine if, if the Spider-Man character was actually real peter parker was real we would actually be seeing him in movies as well as he'd be your neighborhood spider-man actually saving you in new york when he wasn't uh, busy being in movies and uh being on the tonight show two things that seems like after a point it would reach saturation and it may get old that's one but we don't know. We haven't, you know, continued to watch on, so we don't but, know. But also, but, but, but we but do. Two, we do learn. But we quickly let me add. Some of the superheroes retire because we get a new. We see somebody come into the seven. One of the people that was part of the seven has retired, and so yes. they bring in a new member. So they're always kind of freshening things up. And we also learn that superheroes will basically like like sports teams can be traded, where they'll basically get bought out. Uh, the we learn about this one uh, character that's in one city, and they're making. And trying to make a deal to move him to a new city to another city right yeah like like a sports team so that's that's one number two it it speaks to the whole thing of when we see typical superheroes they often also are so much more evolved in terms of empathy and sympathy and wanting to save the world than these particular characters were. These people, you know, I think we forget that simply because superheroes have superpowers, that doesn't mean, and they may not be, they may be superhuman, but they still probably have human ways of behaving, right? So well, that you could what... still be, hold on, you could still be corrupt. 
you could still uh you could still be in it for money you could still be in it for i mean when they took that selfie was like can we take us up well of course you can sure because this person was you know in it for the fame, or if they weren't in it for the fame initially you get corrupted once you see the money and the things that can that can come so i think that this points out that some superheroes at least are not above human feelings and human ways of behavior well that was one of the things that distinguished marvel from dc uh many years ago because uh, the origin story of the of spider-man was when he you know gets bit by this radioactive spider his first thought isn't like i can help people his thought is cha-ching yeah how can i make money off of this and the, the, the how the whole origin story which what was so brilliant is he actually sees some like robber or somebody running from something and he ignores it because he's basically enjoying the fact that he can fly around the city with his with his webs and that criminal later goes on to kill his uncle making mm. his aunt may a widow and so that's what changes him and so that was kind of different but in this show everybody seems to be kind of nefarious except for one somebody who's new to the team and i should say queen maven we don't know about her yet we don't we haven't learned about what her backstory is yet but starlight uh also her regular her her, uh, her regular her her name is annie yes um she we learn as she's auditioning to be a member of the team that she she's actually genuine and she wants to do the right thing and help people that's been her dream and i love how when she's telling her story that when she first realized um that she had um what is how does she term it something abilities like she said uh, super was it super abilities yeah I super think? super yeah. Super, super able or something like that super that was able, kind of, yeah. as opposed to being disabled she was super able super able yeah as a child she discovered that and how her mother would send her to to to, to hero to miss miss hero pageants as a little girl which i guess if you lived in a world where there were people with superpowers as children that you would have a pageant to pick the superest little girl in town <laughs> well, which no exactly well which is an the antithesis to what is the uh, the marvel property where they're all like uh mutants what is it called? x-men x-men right so they're you know they have the as if you watched uh deadpool or any of these things they there's a whole school full of these mutants so as opposed to being uh despised they are those with quote mutant abilities are celebrated well, in no, okay, no, in, one. well, in X-Men, no, there are some people, that's one of the things that happens in that storyline. Yeah, I'm, I know too much about this stuff. That they're, <laughs> that, um, they actually are kind of people that are mistrustful of mutants, and there are people that are like in the closet about their mutant abilities because of how that some of them can't hide, because some of them are born like they're blue or whatever. So they, people instantly know you, when you have a blue baby, your baby is a mutant. It's a mutant, right, but, right, but right. But other ones that don't look, they look like regular people but have extraordinary powers try to hide that well that's what that's the point they try to hide them because of being despised yes. as opposed to this particular yeah the, where they're celebrated where like they're celebrated i mean a pageant that was like oh that's so the uh the antithesis of x-men <laughs> little miss little miss hero pageant <laughs> exactly exactly wow mm. But um okay we gotta get to the we gotta before we before before I get clocked uh blocked yes. um I have to be careful when I'm saying that not to say it not too fast um we've got to talk about this bar because uh, uh, uh this a character named Billy Butcher comes to recruit uh Henry because of uh what's happened to his girlfriend and uh to try because there's actually the the corporation behind the seven tries to get Her uh henry to sign uh, i'm not henry 
uh, Huey to sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement about what happened uh, to his girlfriend. And they actually lie and say that she was in the middle of the street when uh, A-Train hit her, and she was not. She had just stepped off the curb when she got killed by him and so the mystery is what exactly was a train running from or towards he claimed right. that he was running towards trying to trying to stop some robbers uh bank robbers and it turns out that there was no bank robbery on the day that she was killed so there's a mystery that will perhaps unfold throughout the course of the se- season about what exactly caused the incident where he killed her and so this guy named billy the butcher comes and tries to recruit uh, recruit uh, recruit uh, Huey to be uh, to help out uh, to to destroy or go after these heroes because they have too much power and he says to him I'm offering you an opportunity to get them who got your girl uh, what do you have to lose that you haven't already lost and so he takes him into an underground supers bar where we see all kinds of debauchery going on where superheroes can be themselves without being filmed by the public and what did you think of the damn it oh. Tajay <laughs> we gotta talk about the bar play <laughs> okay we will have five minutes okay what do you think of the bar? Come on. Uh, <laughs> well, you well you you took ten million years to get to the bar point, so that's why <laughs> that time. Well, I uh, that's why I said again. People had this, you know, on the surface they have this idea of who superheroes are, and people, you know, they even said, uh, you know, a lot of people turn a blind eye. Well, like when it came to all of this, well, no, how come? You know, uh, Huey would say, well, how come? No, this would have been all over the news. And basically, Billy the Kid or whatever is the Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher. <laughs> Billy, Billy the Kid. Billy Butcher says because people don't want to see it. So, you yeah, know, there's, it's like, there's a lot of people are killed. Uh, um, innocent bystanders get killed right. in the course of all this superheroing. And um, that that doesn't seem to be making the news very often about how many innocent people are killed in the in these superhero battles. Right, I mean, because people get drawn in by the celebrity and the Flash and uh, that Times Square with all of them there, and you know they forget we have very short memories, and I think that kind of speaks to in society how we have very short memories about some of these bad things that that happen. I mean, look at all of these cases. How long it's taken, like R. Kelly, to, to be you know even hey, can we you, have if a R. Kelly had superpowers. Oh my God! Can you imagine exactly, exactly? So uh, one of my favorite, a couple of my favorite things about that scene is. There there's a uh, one superhero who was um, supposedly gay, and he talks about he's the one that talks about praying the gay away, but he's gay. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I, I love the line because when they when they're wandering through, they basically see somebody is going down on this one superhero, and then he stretches across the room his torso, and he starts basically between he's between two other guys. He starts making out with them, and so the so he was like, "Isn't that Ezekiel, the guy that's talking always talking about pray the gay away?" And yes. so the, he goes, he goes, he goes, yeah. And now he's the meat in a manwich. What a effing hypocrite! And he doesn't say effing. That's another thing we talk. You mean to say quickly, this is a hard R television series. Hard R, I mean, where we see nudity. (laughs) When you talk about nudity, it's everything. It's every damn Yes, thing. because we, oh, and one thing before we, I get a uh, re-clock block we got to mention is there's a character named X-Ray who can be invisible. What about X-Ray creeping around bathrooms naked? Yes. Uh, what is up with him in the, and always being in the bathroom, like lurking? 
super creepy. It's very creepy, and it points to the fact that, okay, when they picked these super super abled people, they didn't really go for the best super abled people. So it kind of thinks, you know, think about when uh, people get uh, picked for certain shows or whatever. You're like, "Mm, there could have been somebody better than that. They didn't pick the best of the best. They just picked anybody who were super able, it seemed. Well, and that they, was they definitely, well, they definitely do not pick you based on your moral compass. Nope. <laughs> you're, I think you're, yeah, you're based on your abilities slash telegenic movie starness looking kind of thing, that whole thing, how you present. And one other thing about the bar, there is one hero. I had to look him up. He's known as Tiny Hero. Tiny Hero has an interaction with a female patron of the bar that I don't even know if I can describe it on our family friendly show i can't i don't even know how i can explain what happens but let's just say that tiny hero is able to go places that um other men can't quite go as deep as him Mm. can i put it that way so it was wow this is yes wow indeed Uh, one final thing hard r indeed he said uh when he had to go and was uh being recruited to put the thing the um bug in the building in their in their headquarters he said i can't do this my favorite musicians are like james taylor simon and garfunkel and billy joel they don't do this type of <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to make one thing clear for, uh, for the listeners yes yeah, so huey the reason why billy the butcher has recruited him he's saying uh billy has refused to sign an nda agreement uh to never talk about what happened to his girlfriend uh, uh publicly ever again and um they're offering him like $45,000 and his father wants him to take the deal so Billy recruits him to say like say that you'll take the deal but you have to go to their superhero lair and you have to get an apology face to face with a train and then you'd get that then you can plant this bug so this listening device so we can you know get the dirt on them and so anyway he's not as because he listened to billy joel he's not that kind of guy exactly (laughs) (laughs) which a real slap in the face to billy joel he was not happy with this episode okay all right okay fine okay tachi because we've got been blocked multiple times in one episode (laughs) what did you think of uh amazon primes the boys are you going to keep watching or are you going to change the channel I'm going to keep watching, definitely. There are there were some things, you know, at first I was, it makes sense now that we're talking about it, but the 45000 I'm like, well, why would they offer him that? Because they were like, I know you're, you weren't married. So I'm like, what is this? Like, you know, at first I thought it was the insurance company. I'm like, why would they do that? That doesn't make sense. But, you know, then it made sense that they were trying to keep him quiet. And 45000 was not enough to do that. So, and we can see he, th- he thinks so as well, and that's not the point for him. So I am definitely hooked. I'm going to keep watching. So what about you? When it comes to this, the boys, this, Amazon's the boys, are you going to keep watching or change the channel? I cannot believe how quickly I got sucked into this. I was. Yes. I, you could have asked me this question, I guess, 15 minutes into this. I'm like, I'm keeping watching. I got to keep watching. <laughs> it was like it, the production values off the charts the 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 effects first rate this is movie style this the, this is at least the, in the pilot the very first episode this is movie style uh a level of special effects it looks incredible it is raunchy so those of you that are you know want something more family friendly that's nothing i can't imagine being a kid not wanting to watch this so i don't know if you're a parent how you're going to police this because mm-hmm. wow this show is this but, is not for kids I'm this sorry. is 
not for kids. <laughs> so, but um, I am not a kid, so I am absolutely all in. And not only am I all in and Tachi's all in, apparently Amazon is all in too because the day the show dropped, the Amazon announced that it's there's going to be a season two of The Boys, which I think is very smart uh, that they're doing this because it lets you know that you can go ahead and get invested in this because we've talked about this before. So many shows you get invested in uh, with like on Netflix with we got invested uh, one of our bad girls of summer's past was um uh naomi watts in gypsies uh and in gypsy and uh that show got canceled after one season there'll never be any resolution so letting people know up front we're giving you at least two seasons of this so watch it and get into it because there will be a definitely a season two was very smart marketing absolutely mm Wow. Yeah, I am all in. I can't wait to see because there is an overarching mystery. What was A-Train running towards? And the last moment of the very first episode, the reveal was like, okay, this is getting real, people. So I can't wait to find out what happens in episode two. Yeah, yeah. You got no more spoilers. We, we, we yeah, the only thing that stopped me from watching episode two was having to record this show. If I if I weren't, I'd be watching it right now. Yo, absolutely, absolutely. I told you <laughs> I do. You get on me for just watching several episodes of things, but that's because you know if I'm really into something, I'll just let it play. Yeah, you can't. Like, it's, that's one thing that about the about the binging, the, the bingeability. It is so easy to burn through a show quickly. It is it is amazing when you really get into something. I just it just you can't. That next oh, next episode starts in four, uh, five seconds. It's like oh, all right, watch one more. Exactly, oh, one more, and then seventy five episodes. Later, <laughs> exactly. Wow. All, All right. right. So let's move on to the world of entertainment news. Tachi, nope. what was going on this week? Lion King. Lion King. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know how to do the, the na, 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 na. do that little do the the little do you know how the little cry thing. What cry thing? The, there's a cry at the beginning where, where where the sun's coming up and then oh oh ah uh, <laughs> exactly. yeah, I don't what he's saying yeah that I don't know thing. what he's saying either because I don't speak Swahili but I, I, think he, but I can't even mimic it is what I'm saying I don't even have I can't even mimic what he's saying because I was like what the hell are you singing <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this. Well, you know what? We butchered it so badly, we don't have to pay anybody Disney anything because we didn't even we didn't come close to the actual song. So we exactly. owe, we, we don't owe anybody anything. Our, our you know the 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 TV channeling legal team is they're over there just like they're over there filing their nails. They don't even have, they're not even looking up. They know that they we don't owe anybody anything, which is good. Exactly. Wow. Well, so Lion King, as we know, is a huge hit. I am not surprised because of the success of Aladdin, uh, because of the, there was another, what was the other live action one they did? Or my, oh my God! There have been so many. They did the Jungle Book live action. They right. did Cinderella live action. Right. Um. They've done Beauty and the Beast live action versions of that. So they are cranking them out. Right. And so it, I, it never ceases to amaze me. I'm oh, like Maleficent. 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 Is, right. Yeah. Is a live action. Yeah. So I'm like, but isn't this the same thing you saw that was supposedly locked up in the Disney vault forever? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they like unlocked to it to make it live action. Well, yeah, I, again, it, it, it amazes me that the story that you've seen before, you, uh, people get so swayed by, ooh, and now it's live action, and this one isn't really even truly live action, this is a lot of CGI. Yeah, it, basically, so, it's all, I think it's all CGI, <laughs> I think right, it's a CGI so, uh, action film. 
so unless you're counting AI as live people or live entities, I'm like, ah. So uh, let's talk about some of the things and then we'll uh, to give our uh, thoughts. So uh, two things. There are some, uh, according to the to entertainment or entertainment weekly shall we say there are a couple of 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 differences uh between them so it's the like li- the, between the live action version sorry. and the animated or, the, or should say the cgi the the, the 2019 let's go do it this way because i'm gonna be con- endlessly confused the 2019 remake of uh the lion king and the original let's say it that way there we go so for example the um rafiki uh, his staff, the Bakora staff, he's like the old uh, mandrill. And so he doesn't have his walking staff in the live one. So, yeah. What a minor difference. I, 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 it's, it's great that they mentioned that, but what a minor difference that just like, oh, well, he doesn't need a walk. He doesn't need a cane in the live action or in the, in the, in the, the 2019 remake for some reason. I wonder, was it too expensive to, to, to CGI him a stick? Yes, that that was just uh, two million over their budget, so they couldn't do that. Uh, also, that uh, in the original uh, Rafiki takes a time to draw the image of Baby Simba on his home tree. In the new version, he takes a bunch of bugs, um, and arranges them on the tree trunk. Uh, Scar's alliance with the hyenas is a is a is a. It's a different look. Basically, there are no differences. When you look at this list of what's there, they're so minor to me that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really change the fundamental story. And the fundamental story is it's the same damn thing that you saw. And when would the original come out? In the 90s? Oh, God. Or I, early yeah, 2000s? I think it was the early 90s or late 80s was when the original came out. Because the okay. whole, the whole, no, it had to be the 90s because the, the Disney's reawakening and reemerging as a, as a, uh, animation powerhouse came with a 1989 with the Little Mermaids, uh, that release is what caused the whole resurgence in Disney, uh, with that. First came that and then things like, uh, Beauty and the Beast and all that kind of stuff followed. Mm. Okay, so basically there's no difference. I, I mean, these are small, minor differences. And to someone who has... And I can't imagine if you have children that they've probably never seen The Lion King because it's such a, a classic. Okay. Anybody so, who has a kid that that grew up watching the original Lion King probably has already shown their kid the uh, animated version. This is just another shameless money grab. And I can't even knock Disney because everybody is so willing to get on board with these live action or in this case cgi action remakes of these classic disney stories every one of them is so far is not one of them has not been a box office success not one of them has exactly Here's and the uh, thing. there's a, there's some more coming down the pike. They're making they're doing Pinocchio, yes. uh, live action version of that. And of course, what's been all the buzz is the live action version of the Little Mermaid and the oh. controversy because the actress who's going to play the Little Mermaid is actually African American, which seemed to really set some people off. Good. I you like seem a, really saddened by I that. Don't, I don't give two dams about who's sad about that. Go and you know what? Then make your own little mermaid. <gasps> you can't. You don't have the money. Shut your ass up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> moving on because I can't stand those people. Uh, so, so 1994 was when The Lion King was released. I, I knew it was the 90s, but you know I can't place it now. So 1994, there was okay in 1994 there was a controversy that erupted over the alleged appropriation 
of a 1960s anime series called Kimba the White Lion. And it was created by uh, Japan's, they call um, him the god of ma manga, Os uh, Osamu Tezuka. So... Years later, this is now 25 years later, fans of Tezuka say that Disney still has some explaining to do. So if you look up um, Kimba the White Lion, <laughs> here's my thing. They didn't even bother to change the name but a letter. Simba? Kimba? Kimba. Oh, uh, yeah. That is the, the, the balls of Disney. That That is the power of the that mouse. That is. Again, you know what? Mickey's mother and father raised him with so much self-confidence. Yes. And the, <laughs> and the audacity of hope. He has the audacity. <laughs> because it is so. It is. What's really shocking is if you look at some of the shots from uh, from Kimba, the animation, it is shot for shot. Some of the there's there there's an image of of Simba and his father basically saying like, "Look, wherever the sun lands, basically this is your kingdom." That sh that whole sequence is a shot for shot copy of the exact same thing being said by Kimba's father. Like, "Look, all this is yours." Is exact same thing. Even Kimba's, uh, even Simba's little friends, uh, the the hedgehog or whatever the hell he is, the 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 his is uh what is what is his friend that's a kind of a pig with the with the horns i can't remember what he's called whatever yeah, uh, he's called puma and timon timon puma and timon there they have versions of them in kimba that are exact same everything about it it's just amazing how just just the st the the theft is so in your face the the whole thing with kim the whole story the kimba's father being uh simba's father see even you keep getting confused simba's father being killed by a relative and kimba's father killed by a relative to rule the kingdom it's the exact same story well Tezuka died in 1989, and that was about the same time that Disney started working in development. on the Lion King. They, oh, it, it, yep. How convenient. The moment the man died, like, oh, we're just developing a story that's exactly the same as, the, as this super famous Japanese uh, animator who just happened to die. And word is they were actually in talks with him before he died. Yes, yes. And so yes. once he died, they're like, we don't have to pay his family a nickel. We'll just steal everything, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels and move on. I, you know, that's just really sad because all of this kind of taints that. There's nothing wrong with getting inspiration. I mean, they do this all the time, right? Adapt from other cultures or other uh, stories from uh, people from other countries and do, just do it the right damn way. Oh, exactly. Apparently, you know what? If, if Disney had the last weekly legal team, they would not do something so diabolical. <laughs> they keep us on the straight and narrow. So last times, weekly like, or TV channeling, which one or both? <laughs> both legal teams. There's a lot of crossover. <laughs> we use. The, <laughs> there's a lot of crossover. Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> they, we use the same one. legal teams. <laughs> we use the same legal team. But but the point is, they're good people that keep us on the straight and narrow. Unlike Disney, who will stomp you into the ground and steal from you and laugh as they walk off. I. I, I just can't. So there's there's more, there's so much more to this. But the the interesting thing is, as we're looking at um, live action, and we talked about Disney, they have actually cast this huge spell on the global global box office. As many of these live actions, they've crossed the one billion mark. So we're now here's the thing: we are now in the age of, you know, all of these billion dollar properties have spoiled it for any other movie. They're now looking for 
films to cross this one billion mark. They're looking for big blockbuster hits. And if it's not going to be, it seems like they're not going to invest. So we've crossed into that age and live action, especially Disney's live action, has been part of us crossing into that age. Oh, well, yes. And so want to make, make it one thing clear. So the billion dollar mark that was crossed was Disney's Aladdin uh, remake. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Aladdin, the Aladdin remake um, from 2019. It's passed one billion at the worldwide. And it's box still office. in the top 10 um, in, in the states. It's it has been on the t- in the top 10 for weeks upon weeks it, with no end in sight. It is doing insanely well. Um, I can't believe how how people are seeing this movie over and over again. Again, I don't have the attachment to Aladdin that other people seem to have. They can't wait to go hand their money Mm -hmm. over to Disney. Mm -hmm. And they will hand their money over to them to see Pinocchio's live action. They'll hand their movie over to see Little Mermaid. Well, some of them won't because they're super racist. But other than those people, they'll gladly hand their money over. And here, here, so interesting. Will Smith said that he's been thanking audiences for... um, He said this on Twitter, I think... This is a post that I'm just humbled and honored to make right now. Um, to be in the game as long as I have been in the game and to have my biggest movie at this point of my career, I just want to say thank you. So he's this, according to him, is the biggest movie of his career. I'm a little upset that your the biggest movie of your career is you playing a, a co-opted genie. <laughs> <laughs> co-opted? Yeah, he's not Arab. Oh well, yeah, no, he's not. But I guess that, again, we're talking about a blue genie. I guess you can, you can, you can make him whatever you want. I mean, people that were, uh, I, I guess there, there were people that had an issue with Will Smith being cast as the genie. But I guess they couldn't, they couldn't be in your face with the racism because it was like, yes, the he originally was voiced by Robin Williams, but Robin Williams wasn't blue either. So no, I, I mean, but if we if we look at that with the Lion King, none of these jokers are um African, and and this this brings it to another thing. So. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really feel compelled to go and see The Lion King. Sorry, I don't care that Beyonce is voicing it. I don't care. I don't. I'm not compelled to go see it because I've already seen The Lion King, the movie, and I've seen the musical on Broadway. Fine, I'm not compelled. So um, the thing that is interesting is how many people, uh, you know, black people are like, oh, Let's go see <laughs> what's the name, but they're acting like this is Black Panther and they're going, you know, trying to go with the African. I'm like, this is not Black Panther. You cannot make events out of this. This is the same damn story that was in the Disney vault from 1994. So I, it's not a phenomenon to me. Uh, when a Queen Bay is in it, so I think for them that's enough to to make it a, an event. Beyond, they want to worship at the altar of Beyonce. This is yet another chance to do so. She's not even in it, but for her voice. That is, um, that uh, her voice is everything. Her, she is the voice of a generation. As we appeal to the Beehive. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we all love her so much here at TV Channel. Yes. And we would love it. We'd love you to be a guest, Beyonce. We know you're a fan, so we know that. To have yes, you on that, that 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 we would love. We would absolutely love. Fifteen minutes of your time is all we. It need. It would be a if real. That's all you could spare. You know, it would be a real homecoming if you were on the show. Oh, good night, Kevin. Good night. <laughs> good night. Off of that, off of Beyonce and homecoming, and on to we there are few shows that have been renewed and canceled right oh, wait, i got one last thing Tasha. oh go ahead you go know ahead. what beyonce we are ready for this jelly okay all right go ahead you can't see my face 
<laughs> but if you could, you would see it twisted all sorts of sideways. <laughs> We're ready for it. We are. All right, so Tachi, what? So there have been so many announcements recently when it comes to TV shows. Shows coming, shows going forever. So let's go over a few of them. So we're going to go over a few of them. We have an entire list. We will not read through everything, but there are a few that we really wanted to pull out. And so what I'm going to do is pull out a few, and uh, Kevin will augment where I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) As he so loves to do. I do enjoy it. He does enjoy it. All right. So uh, Big Mouth is renewed on Netflix, right? You you know, I don't know. Yeah, Big Mouth is having a season three. I actually watched all of season one and I've watched a few episodes of season two. Um, So I'm glad to hear that that's getting a third season. I'll I'll eventually get around to finishing season two. Okay, great. Probably Maya Rudolph me. is one of the voices on the show. I love Maya. I will watch Maya Rudolph in anything she's involved oh, in. Oh, okay. Now, see, I like Maya Rudolph, so I might have to take a look at this. I'm a, okay. I'm a huge fan of hers. Not as big a fan as I am of Beyonce, but close. Good. Well played. Well played, Kevin. Also, uh, Apocalypse. No, now Apocalypse has been canceled by stars. After one season. The funny thing is, um, that's a, sh- a star show. I recorded it. I have every episode on my box, and I hadn't gotten around to watching it. Now that it's canceled, I could immediately make room on my DVR by by deleting all those episodes. Wow. Be- because how, who knows how it ends? I don't know if it ended with any kind of cliffhanger or whatever, but the idea that the show is uh, wasn't even... the show. That's another thing. The show finished airing its last uh, episode only like a couple of weeks ago and they're already announcing it's canceled so it must not have done very well at all for them Mm, so sorry too bad so sad bye so now uh too old to die young apparently is not too old to die young because it died and it's canceled on amazon well we actually reviewed the trailer for that on another show that both tachi and i are involved with it's called last that share the same legal team yeah yes we share the same legal team (laughs) as far as 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 well as some of the uh some of the cast members uh co-host on the show but anyway but uh, too old to die oh my god tachi that that trailer was so insanely violent And it was that stylized violence that actually disturbs me more than grisly violence. Because when you make it look cool, it makes it even more unsettling to me that there are people that are kind of getting off on it. And so, um, I'm honestly, I'm happy <laughs> that that's been canceled because it gives me more faith in humanity. Which, my honestly, my faith in humanity has been shaken not stirred recently oh, so yeah. <laughs> with it's new I, political I, I, events so yeah I, I was actually happy to hear that that show will only be having one season thank okay. you thank you america for for having some some better taste in maybe not in presidents but in, when it comes to shows your taste is getting better <laughs> getting better well Patriots were, uh, I guess, not patriotic enough for Amazon because they canceled that too. You know, I never even heard of that show. That's I don't how, know. That is how badly they, the the the, the uh, publicity team was on that. I haven't even heard of it, and it's canceled after one season. Terrible, terrible. But the Expanse on Amazon was renewed. 
for after a being, fifth season. For a fifth season. Remember, it was canceled by Sci-Fi. Carnival Row and is actually on Amazon, and that's renewed. Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. One thing that's important to mention about that is Carnival Row is the same kind of thing that's happened with the boys. Carnival Row hasn't even... It's starring Orlando Bloom. The show right. hasn't even dropped yet. They haven't even released it for uh, the first season. But they've already announced... Oh, by the way, it's getting a season two. Two, that's, exactly. That's how much faith Amazon has in it already. Well, good, because they don't have faith in uh, Patriot or Too Old to Young, Die Young, so they needed something else. And there's a lot of something else is coming. Uh, should we mention that now, or do we? Do I want to oh, keep wait, going okay, okay, we, uh, um, Yeah, but I want to also mention, we've got to mention The Handmaid's Tale um, is getting a, a fourth season. That's pretty big. And another <laughs> big thing to mention is Will and Grace is coming back for an 11th and final season. So that remember, that got rebooted. It's, it's being unbooted again hopefully it'll stay away for a while because it was like it's a good idea for maybe for one or two episodes but yeah it needed to end yeah it's time to end so well so let's uh let's go to those stories and then i'll come back to this list okay um so we're talking um what do you want to go to do you want to talk about do you want to talk about uh the uh let's see well carnival oh. row you already um kind of you already mentioned uh, that so about. let's talk about uh, 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 H- uh hbo picking up uh, a cw show um them recently announcing that they're rebooting gossip girl right okay that's where we wanted to go so yeah rebooting gossip girl and i did not watch gossip girl so i don't know the premise kevin you know a little bit more about it isn't all it- i know about it is it was about some super rich kids that lived in manhattan and uh um, apparently there was one of the one some mysterious kid was uh was named known as known as gossip girl and she was posting or he was posting uh things about the group and there was all kinds of intrigue about that and in the final episode they reveal who the secret gossip girl was and it was a big deal so i don't know what the new show is going to be about since the reveal the whole show is about who was the gossip girl we now know who the gossip girl is even though i don't know because i never watched the show so i don't understand what the new premise is going to be going to be about or it's going to be about the kids of these people i have no idea but it's hbo's bringing it back yeah so it's hbo max actually which is their new streaming service, service. their new streaming service they're new over the top and why they need that i don't well, my know, guess but... is there will be a lot more nudity than there was on the cw's version Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So Serena Blair and company will not be part of this uh, new, the upcoming series. Um, it's it's not a remake. It's a continuation of the world, according to executive producer Josh Schwartz. So it sounds like it'll basically be an, the new generation of super rich kids uh, uh, up to no <laughs> Like good. Degrassi, the new generation. Yeah, the next generation. The next generation, that's right. I And I watched all of the Degrassi. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on Degrassi, because <laughs> I was in love with those Canadian I love uh, Degrassi. middle schoolers. I oh used to God. watch it from the time it was um, the kids of Degrassi Street. Yeah, it was well, for, the original show was like the it was I think it was uh, Degrassi Junior. At least that's when I came into it. Degrassi no, no, no. Jun- the original was called The Kids of Degrassi Street. Then they had Degrassi Junior High. Then they had Degrassi High. Then it was Degrassi The Next Generation. Okay, well, yeah, I came in when they were the, when they were in junior high, and what was so clever about it was uh, this is one of my favorite TV things that I've ever seen. I love when shows are struggle when kids get it when, when a show focuses on kids in a, like in a particular place in high school, junior high, and when those kids age out, what do you do? Do you bring in new kids or what? So what happened was the kids were aging out of junior high school so what do they do they're at the at the big dance of the graduation dance the school burns down 
<laughs> running down the school. And the so school burned. They're like, "Oh, what are we gonna do?" <laughs> and so that, and so that, so because the, that school burned down, all the kids that are still in junior high are forced to go to into the high school. So the kids that were graduating, we follow them into Degrassi High School yes. as well as the junior high schools. It was genius. It was absolute genius. I loved the, the whole Degrassi franchise. Loved it. Oh my god! And what was so neat about it was it was the most real kind of high school, junior high school show I've ever seen. The diversity in not just ethnically, but the types of kids, the kind of the problems the kids had, the issues, the personalities, the way the kids looked. There was it felt more like a real school than any TV kind of nine hundred two one zero kind did. of school ever felt. It did. This did not seem like contrived actors that were all beautiful. They looked like real high school kids. Absolutely. And if it weren't for that show, we we would not have Drake. There you go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Awesome. All right. Now that we've sufficiently gone on a Degrassi uh, franchise <laughs> tangent. Whatever it takes. I know I can make it through, Tachi. <laughs> I wake up in the morning feeling shy and lonely. Hey, I got to go to school. <laughs> Don't think I can make it. Don't think I can break it. I wonder what I'm going to do. Oh, but when I turn around, I see. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry. Oh I my god, no, they had no. That's another, that's that's another thing. The show had multiple incredible theme songs. A lot of shows can can can't oh. come up with one good theme song, but they had good. Every version of Degrassi had a good theme song. And remember, they it was we, uh, Wheels and uh, Joey Jeremiah. They had a band called the Zit Remedy. <laughs> oh my god, oh. and they had one song. <laughs> No, oh no. We, okay, we're going so deep. Yeah, I, I know, absolutely I'm sorry. loved Degrassi. Degrassi. Yes, sorry. No, you, you had me. I'm gonna have to go back to the prequel. I didn't even know there was a Kids of Degrassi. The kids so of Degrassi I go, Street. I gotta go back then. Go back. Well, remember, I grew up across the bridge from Canada, so we got Canadian television, which is how I watched it. It wasn't even on what Nickelodeon or whatever it was on. It was we got it from Canada, so that's how. Oh we my were able god! To see it. I yeah. am super jealous. All right, so I'm gonna have to go back and uh, go deep into the Degrassi uh, uh, historic tomes. Yes, yes. So off of Degrassi, onto something a little more transparent. <laughs> oh yeah. <Try>. Okay. <laughs> Did you should I go or are you gonna go? Go ahead because I know. Okay, so what's interesting about Transparent, as the, many of you have heard, is the show was canceled uh, because of Jeffrey Tambor, who was the star of the show. He played a character who was transitioning uh, late in life from male to female. And um, because of apparently some uh, Me Too accusations against him, uh, which were apparently very well founded, he was let go. So the question was, how can the show survive without the star? And so they decided to end it, which was smart, but they're going to base put like a bow on it by doing a musical movie to wrap it up no other show has been as ambitious as this particular show because the first you have the the first season was the story about an uh, a man in his like 60s uh late 60s transitioning from male to female and and his family and how the repercussions it causes and um the end of his marriage all that whole kind of thing then the second season goes back in time and deals with their family like and like with dealing with the holocaust and stuff i mean the show was all over the place but but critics loved it every step of the way so it'll be interesting to see how people feel about this uh, curtain call where they, it, it's a musical without jeffrey tambor i have no idea what it's going to be but i probably will watch it just because it's going to be like nothing else we've ever seen before it's going to be something to see i'm sure i did not watch 
transparent. So I don't have a frame of reference as the first season. I have to say this. The first season of transparent was an absolute masterpiece. It was an absolute masterpiece. I can't speak for the subsequent seasons, but the first season was like what I had never seen anything like it. It drew me in so quickly. I ended up watching the whole first season in one night. That's how good it was. I could, wow. I finished the whole thing. I could not go to sleep. I had to kept watching until I saw the whole thing, and it was spectacular. Wow. Okay. Okay. Not that that is going to get me to go back and watch it now. That <laughs> well, because of the allegations. Well, I, oh, I yeah, just no, can't. No, it's, you can't. So... No, it's, so that's one thing you have to say when it comes to these kinds of people, like uh, Kevin Spacey's, the the um, what's his name, the Bill Cosby's, uh, the even the uh, oh God, Annie Hall. Um, 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 Woody Allen, uh, Woody, oh, the Allen. Woody Allen's of the world. I can't watch the, uh, the art of these people. Some people, some people are able to easily separate the artist, the actor, the director from who they are as a person. No, there's no separation. Who you are as a port, as a person informs your art. Absolutely. No. And it's especially when you have to see them on the screen. So whenever you see Bill Cosby playing America's favorite dad, so to speak, as he was at the time, there's no denying he was at one time America's favorite uh, pervy dad. And um, <laughs> so um, there's to me, you can't watch that kind of stuff and not think about who this person really was. Absolutely. Yeah. No. And then you start watching everything with a critical eye. Oh, everything, every Mm -hmm. kind of, every kind of like arm around Denise kind of thing. Like, "Mm -hmm." exactly. So it spoils, it spoils it for you. So I, I am, it's going to be interesting to see what this musical is. And dare I say, I don't know how long the musical idea has been in the works, but dare I say that that is something they broached because of the popularity of uh, Pose. I wouldn't be surprised if that didn't have something to do with it. I think it does have something to do with it. I think that they may be thinking audiences are ripe for this type of thing. So let's try it. Can you do it with a transparent, though? I don't know. We'll see. Well, we will see. You shall see. Moving on. Speaking of, uh, well, no, this is something that's starting. So it's not the same thing. Anyway, so Mary J. Blige is act- actually, let me go back for a minute. Do we, do we need to uh, finish up the list of... Uh, yeah, there are a few that, things yeah. I, I feel There's like that need to be mentioned, to definitely. So um, let's uh, go to... We talked about Will and Grace uh, canc- going to be canceled after the 11th season. Good. Yes. Los Espookies. <laughs> that name... <laughs> That name gets me. I know, it's time. the best. Los Espookies, like bad Spanglish, is renewed for season two. Animal Kingdom is renewed for season five on TNT. I cannot, but that is huge news because it really looks like the the star of the show will is going to, that character is going to be dying off. And the fact that it's been renewed for a fifth season, that is another show that I actually was into Animal Kingdom and watched the uh, first few seasons, but I have tapped out this season. The last season was so gruesome, I'm like, I need to step back. And the fact that it's going to have a fifth season, I am not happy about that. And <laughs> just like, well, wrap it up. Well, you don't have to watch it, Kevin. It's oh, okay. I know. But I kind of was hoping for an ending. I wanted to see a bow on this on the story. I wanted to kind of see how it wrapped up. But I feel like it's going on too long. I do I do think it's a mistake. Some things do overstay their welcome. And the, the story has been told. And it needs to be wrapped up. One thing that um, I want to mention, uh, um, I don't think we talked about it on this show, is um, I love... How to Get Away with Murder on ABC. Yes. It stars my personal queen, other than Beyonce, two queens, 
uh, oh my god, I'm, Viola, uh, Viola Davis. Davis. And so they've announced that it was it was on the bubble. There was a question of would it get a sixth season, and they've announced it's coming back for a sixth and final, final season. Yeah. And I'm happy that they announced that because this is why. A lot of times when you have a show that's really good, if it and the ratings start to go down towards the end because it loses its lead in because it was lead in before with Scandal when Scandal ended, its ratings went down, and so. When they sometimes what networks will do is the, the the producers and writers of the show don't know that this is going to be the final season. So in the middle of the seasons, sometimes they'll tell them, oh, and by the way, this is your last season. So they, they have like four episodes to wrap up everything and it feels very rushed. Um, or there it ends where the show just gets canceled and it ended on a cliffhanger and there's no resolution. This time they go into the six, six season knowing that this is the end. So they can lay it all out there. All the cards are on the table. Oh my God. I can't even imagine what new fresh hell they have awaiting Viola <laughs> Davis's character, Annalise Not Keating. fresh hell. <laughs> new fresh hell is awaiting her where she will be collapsing and falling and drinking and sexing and doing all, all the things she's going to be doing in the final season. I cannot wait. So I feel like that show, uh, Animal Kingdom, its star, whose name is escaping me right now, um, she deserved that kind of ending. Like, this is the end of this show. And I feel like she's going to leave the show before the show actually ends. And it shows the show should have ended. So, anyway, I'm, I'm, I had to get on my soapbox for a second. But there's a couple other things we need to talk about that, uh, that are, uh, that are ending and are getting renewed. Younger, um, has been renewed uh, for a seventh season on TV Land, and oh, one of my favorites! I'm so happy to see this. Uh, the the Baron von Sketch Show on IFC has been picked up for a f- season five. If you haven't heard of it or seen it, look for it. I implore you. It is a Canadian sketch comedy that has uh uh. It basically pictures like uh, the kids in the hall with an all female cast. It is absolutely hysterical. The places they go, the things they're willing to do you haven't seen any show quite like it it is it is hysterical absolutely absolutely so the code is canceled on cbs after one season tuca and birdie after one season on netflix is canceled that's a shame oh well designated survivor a season uh they're in their third season on netflix it's canceled the boys they canceled said, it again uh-huh. it was canceled again. it was canceled yeah. on abc and now canceled on netflix it, uh, yeah well, anyway, it didn't do it just probably wasn't the best show. So season uh, two, uh, two for the boys, as we mentioned, has been renewed. Doom Patrol season two, which is the DC Universe, is renewed. Uh, Fear of the this Walking huge. Dead. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. Keep going. Fear of the Walking Dead season six on AMC renewed. Archer, of course, is renewed for season 11 on FX. Nosferatu, Jesus, is um, <laughs> season two renewed. You know how I, that show got me. Well, remember uh, we review, yeah, we reviewed that here. We so reviewed it's, it. I, 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 I definitely said I was going to keep watching, and I'm glad I'll have a season two to keep watching. Well, I've changed the channel, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's on AMC. The Hills New Beginnings on MTV season two is renewed. Impractical Jokers on True TV is renewed for season nine. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7 on ABC canceled after the final season. This is the final season 7. AP Bio, which was canceled at first. On NBC. On NBC, um, is now renewed, which is going to be on NBC Universal's upcoming streaming service. So it's 
canceled on NBC, but it's going to be on there over the, over the top. She's got to have it season just after two seasons has been canceled. And it was really good. I don't know why Netflix canceled it, but it is what it is. I enjoyed it. Euphoria season two was renewed on HBO. The society yeah, it's getting a second season. It was, it was, it was the Zendaya show. We had one season. It's been very controversial. So we'll get a second season of contra- more controversy and more full frontal uh, nudity involving uh, prosthetics. How nice. <laughs> the Society uh, is renewed for a season two on Netflix. And as you mentioned, How to Get Away with Murder, season six on NBC is canceled. And we talked about why and what. So going on to uh, now, the was there anything else we needed to? Oh, one thing I wanted to mention is uh, 13 Reasons Why has been renewed for a third, shockingly, a third season. And one thing that's um, new controversy involving 13 Reasons Why is the fact that after two seasons and a couple like two and a half years since the first season premiered after many complaints and apparently um statistics that show since the original 13 reasons why dropped teen suicide has gone up they have now changed the sequence where uh the lead character kills herself uh uh hannah kills herself they've they've actually removed part of it after being uh, requested by many psychiatrists because of the way they felt like it was pl- it played out it was basically uh making a lot of kids that were already you know in a precarious situation you know push them over the edge so they changed it but i'm like why did that's it take not so their long? fault well why did it take so long but i'm like so where are your these parents when these uh these vulnerable children are watching these things why are they watching it so uh, here's i am uh, i am for ethical media i am for them looking and i'm glad they took a look and said all right well if this is something that adds to the problem let's do it but you can't put it you know people are shouldering putting the uh, the blame completely on netflix and 13 reasons why no why are you not having these conversations with kids why are you not you know saying okay this is not something that's for you because here's the thing I doubt that one program is that that's not the antecedent. There's more to it. So I don't like that they're blaming this solely. That's you too, parents. That's you too. That's you allowing your children to bully other children and not doing anything about it and being surprised. Oh, I'm surprised. No, witch, you're just not paying attention. So parents, you have to take the blame on this too. Oh, no, I don't think that anybody is is hopefully not stupid enough to say that that this one show is the sole cause of anyone's suicide. Some are. But the numbers (laughs) show that there was a marked spike in teen suicide after the release that you can't argue with the numbers with uh if you look well, there's been articles about how how the numbers just literally went like tripled or quadrupled right after the release of the show you can argue with numbers if they're not looking at everything as a as a social scientific researcher i'm not saying that that was not a antecedent but it's very difficult to prove causation what else happened around the time that could have been you know what i'm saying there are, were there um new platforms that arose arose on social media where there was an increase in bullying and that you know you can't just point to one thing so that's why it's 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 scary and it's a little irresponsible to point at to that and then numerically say this unequivocally is the cause. You can't. You can't. It's hard to prove causation. 
just I'm just saying, saying it's, it's shocking to me that it took this long for them to basically bend. There's the, since this show came out, there were there are a lot of people that are uh, psychiatrists and experts in teen suicide that came out against the show and its depiction of Hannah's suicide and how it basically painted her suicide as being very painless. The way that she commits suicide, um, and apparently in reality it is not painless. The way it's portrayed, it's a very painful process to die the way she does, and they don't portray it that way. So I feel like why not edit that particular scene out of yeah, it? Yeah, I show? don't think it needed to to be there. I but but I personally don't think it was painless. When you watch it, remember we watched it, and it was like it did not look painless at all. And in fact, when you watch the the interviews after the fact. And they talk about, what is it? It's not director's cuts, but they talk about, you know, what we also wanted to show that this is not pain-free or whatever. I mean, I, I I don't think it was necessary to have that scene in there. It's a little bit haunting, but I kind of see where they were going with showing that then they were trying to show that this is not painless or whatever at the end of the day you need to watch your kids and you need to you need to be aware of the things that that uh that are going on so don't dump it all on one show and i'm not saying that's what everybody is doing but there are a lot of people that point to the one see that 13 reasons why is exactly no no, it's a society that allows bullying and all those types of things. And now this show just happens to come along at a time at the height of social media and all of this and the height of you not watching your kids. So just saying. Oh, no, anyway. no, I absolutely agree that there's there's many reasons. And I do think that one of the things I uh, I don't have children, but when I watch the show and I got absolutely sucked in, I could not. This is another one of those shows I could not stop watching. I went through when we review the show. Um, check out the, our review of 13 Reasons Why for more information on that. And our thoughts on it deeper thoughts but i was shocked at i I could not stop telling anybody that had kids that were even near teenage i said if you're gonna uh, if your kids are gonna watch this you got to watch it with them correct and discuss so many things about this show It, it was such a great jumping off point for discussions but one of the things i've heard psychiatrists say um and read articles about is the feeling that one of the things that Hannah does in the show, she leaves these cassettes, and the the cassettes basically cause a whole bunch of events to happen after her death. And the uh, the kids that bullied her basically have consequences and deal with things and are upset. And so this gives the idea to kids that I, by killing myself, I can hurt the people who hurt me. I can make them, they'll feel bad once they see how badly they hurt me kind of thing. And that can be a dangerous idea to put in a still developing mind. <sighs> Yeah, no, I do. I do agree. I do. There are there are a lot of issues with this. There are a lot of issues. But the point is that this is just one story and it probably mirrors one person's story. Uh, so it's a very real thing and it needs to be dealt with. I don't think it's dealt with enough, just like a lot of other things. And now that it's come to a head and it's, it's like, so you don't want to deal with it. So the media decides to deal with it and now you have a problem. So I, but I agree. You don't have to have, I don't think that the suicide scene was necessary in order to do that, but I see where they were going. But in any case, let's, let's move on. Okay, so what? let's move on to what was going on with uh, big news for Mary J. Blige. So, all right, Mary J. Blige is set to star in a power spinoff series um, called Power Book 2 ghost so ghost is the lead character of of power now did you watch power i have never seen power 
I well, I don't have stars, and you know, I'm not paying for any. Yeah, I was channels. I was watching the free version of of Power called Empire. Empire. <laughs> so yeah, and, and until basically uh, Jesse Smollett got up to his tricks and made me abandon that show. See, there you go. Well, if I tell the truth, I was actually I stopped watching it before the Jesse. Yeah, exactly. Smollett tell the truth but and that, shame but, but that exactly. put a period. That put a period at the end of the sentence. Once he did that, I'm not even. I'm never going. Back. I'm never watching it. Full stop. So, so the Real Love Singer made this announcement with the series creator and showrunner Courtney Kemp and executive producer 50 Cent. Put the S at the end of your name. I hate that it's sent. But 50 Cent um, at the show's Television Critics Association press tour on Friday, according to Variety. So she says, this is probably the most exciting thing that's going to happen to me this year. And uh, I've been a fan of power since the very beginning. And I wait. I've been a fan of power since the very beginning, and I want to thank Courtney Kemp and 50 Cent for starting this conversation with me. You know she's a, you know. Uh, no, but, so. Okay, first of all, I have to say, how big of an effing star are you? Where you get, a, you're going to star in a brand new TV show, like, this is the, uh, this might be the most exciting thing to happen to me this, this year. year. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Not in my life this year. No, that show, she's, she's got oh, star no, power. No, no, not only did she know, it's not, it's not just like in the, her life but you like she even said might be she hasn't even she's not even sure if this is the biggest thing of 2019 for her no exactly exactly <laughs> oh so yeah this is you you know what i would have loved to see i would have loved to see them adapt this as like a comic book or a graphic novel i think that would have been really cool oh yeah i, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not already working on that oh please do well she also further says I've known so many Tashas. I've known so many ghosts. I've dated so many ghosts. <laughs> I'm a huge fan for life, and I'm so grateful to be part of it. Wait, she's a huge fan for life, but she's not sure that starring in the spinoff of the show that she's been a fan of for life, if it's the biggest thing in her year, it might be, maybe not. Mm, look at Kevin throwing shade and being <laughs> Wait, is, is Mary J. Blige going to potentially win a Nobel Peace Prize this year, too? She what, may. what else could be happening this year that could be bigger than being named the star of not only of your own show, but the star of the spinoff of your favorite show? Well, you know, then that means she may be teasing us with something else that's coming up, if that's the case. What, you know what? You know, I'm just tired. Mary, I'm just no more drama. No more drama, Mary J. No more pain. <laughs> no more drama. No more in my life. So, uh, but you know what? Mary J, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. You know what? <laughs> so she currently right now start when we reviewed this, the Umbrella Academy. Did we or do we? Not? Yes, we did. We did. Oh no, we did we? I, you know, I honestly, <laughs> no. You know what? I think we were intending we were to do that. To. We were and supposed something to. happened and we didn't. But we watched the Umbrella Academy. Yes, I watched every episode of it, and Mary J was incredible in it. So yeah, I guess yes. my guess is she will not be in season two of the Umbrella Academy since she's going to be busy on her other show. No, because which will actually be split into two parts. It's going to premiere August twenty fifth. So sorry, no, no, sorry. That's Power. The um the final season of Power is going to be split into two parts, and that will premiere on August twenty fifth. Not the new Ghost, the Son of Ghost, or whatever the hell. So yeah, <laughs> the Son of Ghost. <laughs> that that's um that that would be a good graphic novel too. The Son Our of Ghost, Ghost, a new haunting. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so off of Ghosts. Onto oh no wait, 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 wait. G- Ghost, my boo. My boo, you said. <laughs> ghost, my boo. Uh uh, I can't. Wow. Yes. 
for all See, that complaints. Ma- that makes please. it spooky and hood. It makes it makes it los spookies. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it does make it los spookies. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, off of that! Oh, this is that's them for these names that just are oh fodder for all of this. So <laughs> off of Ghost and to somebody who's actually more present, Janelle Monae is replacing Julia Roberts in Amazon's Homecoming, and that's another show that we reviewed on TV channeling. Which yes, is the we, show we're check out that about. episode, you guys. Yeah, check it out. I mean, you could go back and listen to all of these because we've done so many so reviews, so many shows. Yeah. In fact, just go back in the library, go to tvchanneling.com and go back and listen to what you didn't listen to because you're missing on a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah, just like just like I'm going to go back and watch the kids of Degrassi Street, you can go back and, and listen to the back catalog of TV channeling. And if Kevin can go all the way back then, you can do <laughs> you this. You can easily go back a couple of years and listen to all of the, the, the deep, rich catalog that is TV channeling. Exactly. So, according to TV Line and Vulture, Monet's character wakes up floating in a canoe with no recollection of who she is or how she got there. And Julia Roberts' departure from the show was confirmed earlier this year. So we talked about that before here. And Stephen James is returning to the show along with Bobby uh, Cannavale, Shia, uh, Shia Wiggum, Alex Karpovsky, and Sissy Spacek. Oh my God, yes. Sissy Spacek. That is absolutely huge. I cannot wait for season two. Yes. Now, one thing I did not realize, I'm just realizing this now, is that Homecoming is based off of a podcast and Gimlet Media, which was just uh, purchased by Spotify, who also purchased Anchor, and we are also on Anchor as well, uh, TV channeling is. So this was a a. Gimlet Media Podcast. Podcasts are all the rage for being turned into series. Remember, we did Dirty John, which was from a podcast. So we're on the money here at TV Channel. Oh, my God. When uh, TV Channeling, the the, the drama series, I can't. Oh, it's going to be good. Exactly. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. We can't can't quite announce the deal yet. But I will say this much. When the deal does go through, I think it will be maybe one of the happiest moments of that (laughs) year. <laughs> oh, I Mary can't commit to being the happiest, but it might be. It Mary might. J, that was not me. Please note the differences between the tones in my voice and Kevin's <laughs> voice. And yeah, so Homecoming 2 premieres in 2020, so next year. So get your popcorn ready. Because Janelle Monet is coming to Homecoming, and it's cool that they're going to have a lot of the, you know, the same cast. So, yeah. with, with, and, with and the, the addition of the, the addition of Sissy Spacek is huge. I no, but Sissy wait. Spacek was already in the last Homecoming. Remember, she played Julia Roberts' mother. Oh, wait, okay. Well, I, I'm even more confused how they're going to how they're going to still fold her in with <laughs> Julia Roberts leaving the show. How are they going to fold her into? Exactly. So am I. So am I. That's what we're just going to have to hold on and watch in 2020. Ugh, all right. I'm sorry. Well, speaking so, of, go ahead. Go, I was going to say, isn't there something going on with uh, one of your favorite directors? Oh, yeah. So we talked about Amazon before. And so folding in with Amazon, Lena Waithe, who does uh, The Shy. And well, The Shy is on what? Is that on... Um, that is on Showtime. Showtime, Showtime right. The Shy and um, she's done a bunch. Of, oh, she also uh, does... Uh, um, Boomerang on BET, which is uh, the 
it's not even a reimagining. It's like the sequel of Boomerang the movie from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So she has inked an overall deal with Amazon Studios. Yes. So she's a creative producer, if you don't know. She's closed an overall deal with Amazon Studios. She has three series on the air, including the upcoming Amazon horror anthology, Them. <laughs> or also known as Baby and Them. Anyway. <laughs> um so she's an Emmy winner, as you know. She's a, she's among the slew of A-list showrunners have been uh, shopping overall deals for the past seven months. And her Amazon pact is believed to be for two years in the eight-figure range. Sheesh, 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 in the eight-figure range. Can I, I'll take seven. Oh yeah! Wow. See, I was I was. Damn it! Give much... me five, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, again, I'm still willing to work for that Trader Joe's gift card. All right. That too. Well, speaking of anth- anthology series, apparently are all the rage yeah. because another person I know you're a big fan of because you're a fan of her show Queen Sugar, uh, Ava DuVernay is going to have a new anthology series on OWN. Yes, DuVernay's cherish the day. Yeah. So that's pretty huge, and another anthology series that's coming. Uh, is going to be coming to actually Amazon is going to uh, it's going to be called Modern Love and it's uh, one of the episodes is going to feature Anne Hathaway another is going to feature uh, the likes of Tina Fey and it's actually an anthology rom-com so that th- you're getting a nice balance of different kinds of moods so you can watch uh, like you can watch they a, a horror or uh, they or them, um, a horror anthology series. You're going to have a black family centric of uh, uh, anthology series with Ava DuVernay, and you're going to have a modern love rom com kind of anthology series. So we have a lot of anthologies to choose from. Yes. So get your anthology on with one of these or all of them. Let's talk reality TV. Okay. Last week, well, last week was uh, really cool because we, you know, we were kind of on a little summer break and we replayed that great episode of um, the interview we did with Troy Duvall, who is a reality producer and director extraordinaire. And so this is what I was thinking about. I was thinking about him and getting his uh, thoughts about this with the remake of Making the Band. Yes, you heard me right. Wow. Sean, okay. why are they calling him Diddy? I'm sorry, Puffy. I can't help it. I grew up in the age of Puffy. So Puff Daddy, Sean Diddy Combs, as he likes to be called, and MTV are reviving Making the Band. Making the Boy Band. Yes. Didn't he also do Danity Kane? Yes, he did. Yeah. I think, wasn't that one of the bands that came? I, guess I think that the, was the band. The second or third season of uh, Making the Band. Yeah, yeah. After, okay, so O-Town was one of them, I think. That was I, I didn't know that O-Town was created on that show. Wow. Yeah, according according to Deadline, um, it, it was uh, O-Town and Danity Kane. Why is it called Danity Kane? I have, ugh. anyway, uh, I didn't watch the original and I won't be watching the reboot. No, and the Emmy for the most unnecessary reboot of a reality show goes to making the <laughs> band too. Yeah. So, so he, he actually uh, said, MTV, and, and this was on Twitter, I believe, MTV and I are back together. No, MTV and I are back together again. Making the band is coming back bigger, bolder, and more cutting edge. MTB on MTV was the pioneer of reality TV. Why did he say this? Oh, God, I can't. 
I can't. Well, you know, it would it would make it would be a lot bolder statement, and it would it feel like it could possibly be true if the last reality thing he did didn't crash and burn. Remember, he was part of the four. Which was supposed to be the, right. n- the new, the new kind of uh, version of American Idol that was supposed to be groundbreaking, search for the m- most incredible talent. So now again, he's searching for talent yet again, just like yeah, keep looking. Mm. Well, if you're interested, you can upload a video using hashtag MTB Casting to Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Yeah, you have to be 18. Oh, okay. Well, then you know what? Maybe I will. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, speaking of reboots, Sopranos may actually be coming back. They may get a reboot someday, according to a report in Vulture and Deadline. David Chase is currently working on a feature film, as on the feature film The Many Saints of Newark, which is a prequel to the HBO drama series and in June and includes James Gandolfini's son Michael playing the young Tony Soprano. And okay, fun fact, you know I'm always 6 degrees of separation. Yes. I actually The Sopranos is based off of a real story, true story. I actually know the an actress who is a friend of mine whose family was a mob family and her uncle was depicted i don't remember who because i didn't watch the sopranos i didn't have hbo but one of the characters in the sopranos was based off of her uncle oh my god i know right you you can't make this up people every time we say something i'm somehow connected six degrees away six degrees of tachi yeah all right i knew that knowing you would probably get me involved in some kind of mob hit uh you know what i never knew why <laughs> we, i we, never knew why until now you never it heard it from sense. me you never heard it from me anyway so yeah that's happening there there may be a sopranos reboot we'll see okay speaking of reboots and uh uh some stuff coming back from the long dead and somewhat forgotten uh they're gonna be two not one but two movies a blast from the 90s kid past for those of you out there that might remember Rocco's modern life the animated series uh that was a nicktoon one of the original nicktoons and another show that i was particularly a fan of invader zim uh so there's gonna be a an invader zim movie and there's going to be a Rocco's Modern Life movie, both available on Netflix. The Rocco's Modern Life movie uh, comes to Netflix, available for streaming on August 9th. And Invader Zim comes on August 16th. So if you want to get your 90s flashback on, want to relive those days when when everything was all that so to speak, oh, oh, you, oh, <laughs> you can relive soon. it. You too can soon. relive it thanks to Netflix. Rocco's Modern Life. That's not the song. I just wanted to sing something. Oh, I love Rocco's Modern Life. I actually like that too. But uh, but I was an Invader Zim stand. Oh yeah. I love. Oh my God. Uh, uh, Gru was his robot assistant that would dress up as a dog as his um, his Earth disguise. And the, his disguise was so crappy because it had like a giant zipper on it, and people would not could not tell that that wasn't a, really a dog. It was so ridiculous. It was so fun. And there was one kid who realized that this new kid in his junior high school was an alien bent on destroying the earth and no one would listen to him <laughs> it was such a great show and it ended, oh, okay. it ended without any kind of resolution and i'm like oh my god i need resolution so finally the tv gods have heard my cries and netflix has answered my prayer oh good for you 
um, before we go on, uh, do you want to talk about Fleabag really quickly? We didn't. We missed yes. Fleabag. Speaking of shows that norm, yes, uh, the the big news with Fleabag is the fact that it was supposed to end after three seasons, uh, with the blessings and actually demand of the star and creator of the show. But apparently, Amazon wants a little bit more of those fleas. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, my dog has fleas. Okay, so. <laughs> they love they love to scratch. All that scratching is making them itch. Wow. Okay. This is this show is full of nothing but music callbacks. It is. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. You know, is. I'm going to give a shout out to whoever the fan of Last Weekly is who puts together a playlist based on all the song mentions in this show. I, I can't wait. I will give you a shout out and, and name a playlist after you and put it on Spotify. Please make this happen. Please. <laughs> so make it happen and make Kevin happy. Make it so. So we have a, a couple of more things to talk about. We were remiss in mentioning that Russie Taylor, who was the actress and voice of Minnie Mouse, has passed away at the age of 75. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's 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 so sad. But she wasn't just the voice that she was she had such an incredible career. Right. She was also the voice of uh, of uh, Huey, Dewey and Louie in the original DuckTales, which was huge. And she was the voice of several characters on uh, The Simpsons. Yes. She was the voice of Sherry and Terry. She was the voice of Martin Prince. Um, so, it, it, and she was the voice of Uter. Remember the chocolate loving German exchange student? Yes. Oh my God. So it's just, she was, uh, she was incredible. Uh, we are so sad to see her go, but, uh, and she was the voice of, um, of Minnie Mouse, uh, since 1986. Yes. So she had an incredible career. We could not, if you love animation, you, you, you love the things that she's done. You got to, we had to give her a shout out. So rest well, because 75 doesn't seem very old nowadays. Not today. So. Not no, today. She no. should have. I wish we had had her for another couple of decades. And I know. I know. Rest well. You did well. And finally, um, somebody who's pretending that he's doing well. Oh, yes. <laughs> speaking of speaking of reboots and reimaginings. Yes. So we already know that. There are a whole bunch of Marvel reboots and a whole bunch of Marvel news that have come up, has come up, uh, particularly with the the dawn of Disney Plus, Disney's new streaming service. And we all know that Disney owns Marvel. So if you remember Blade, the is he half vampire and half I, I just, human? I'm not sure if he's half or all or what but he's definitely got he's got vampire ways let's put it that he's got vampiro ways <laughs> vampirian Vampi ways vampirian uh, tendencies let's put it that way. he's got vampirian tendencies even if he's, you know, you know, he's vampire curious Oh my gosh. So this vampire <laughs> curious guy was uh, originally played by Wesley Snipes remember? Well not no more to say it in vernacular. Now Mahershala, Mahershala Ali has been slated to play the new Blade. We got a new Blade in town and it's Mahershala Ali. So people who are, you know, fans of the original Blade movies has have uh, probably said some. They've been losing their minds basically about the uh, reboot. And he said, chillax. And he spelled chillax with two, uh, two A's and two X's. Um, well, isn't that the correct spelling? 
<laughs> okay, let's pretend. Of, of chillax. Let's pretend it is. So they made this announcement at Comic-Con. A lot of announcements were made at Comic-Con that Mahershala Ali is going... Yes, I was right. He's half vampire. So he is uh, not just... Vamp curious. Vampire curious. Yes. <laughs> he is actually half vampire. And he said, to all the daywalkers losing their minds right now, chillax. Although the news comes as a surprise. Damn, they didn't even tell him. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That is messed wow. up. Wow. Why would he reveal they didn't tell him? Because he's trying to take a dig at them, too, which means he really is bothered oh, that they didn't ask him. he clearly is not happy about it. He is bothered. It. He's not happy. That's a big bloody deal. They couldn't bring him in as, like, the, you know, there's a news, I don't know, something. So, although the news comes as a surprise, it's all good. Such is the business, in quotes, of entertainment. Much peace to the MCU crew. Always a fan. Honor and respect to the Grandmaster Stan. Congratulations and salam to Mahershala Ali, a beautiful and talented artist whose expressions I look forward to experiencing for many years to come. Inshallah, we will someday work together. Most importantly to my loyal fans, the incredible outpouring of love is overwhelming. I am grateful for the never-ending support. So nah, fret, nah, worry. It's not the end of the story. Wait. Nah, fret, nah, worry. It's not the end of the story. Welcome to the Daywalker click. End Okay, quote. first of all, if he had been so generous of spirit back when he was actually playing Blade, then he might still be playing the character. Because one of the biggest things, which is one of the most stunning moment movie moments in history as far as tantrums go, when he was shooting uh, one of the final scenes for the last Blade movie that he did, all he had to do was he was supposed to be like unconscious and then he was supposed to open his eyes and like and sit up. He refused to open his eyes. The crew, the cast, everybody's there, hours, and he won't open his eyes. They're like, just please, just open your eyes. Let us get this shot so we can, we can, you know, end the production. We're done. And he wouldn't open his eyes. And famously, he did not relent, and they had to CGI his eyes open to finish the movie. So now so we got to spend more money because you don't exactly. want to do so the Exactly. So if you see thing. the movie and his eyes look all crazy, that's why it's CGI. And it's like that early 2000s CGI. So it was like clearly not looking right. So it's just like, why do his eyes look so weird? Because they're CGI'd open. That I mean, ser- so that is why they were happy to show him the door and let somebody else play that part. And now he's like, he's, he's like, CGI, I'm not in it. So... Yeah, that's why he's so. Yeah, you should have been that generous when you were asked to open your eyes in the movie that you were starring in. I can't even imagine being that blase about a movie when I'm in a trilogy of films and like Kevin, all we need you to do is just open your eyes and we can all go home. And like, no, I'm not doing it. In fact, I was gonna say making this movie may be one of the happiest things I've ever done in this year. Maybe, maybe. Now, listen to this. So, um, who is this? The, I don't know what he is to the, oh, I don't know if it's the, I'm not seeing it in the story, but they've said, I'm guessing it's like the producer we have for years wanted to find a new way into Blade. We love that character. We love the world. Um, now 
with Doctor Strange and the supernatural elements coming into the MCU, it felt like we could definitely start exploring that. Mahershala, or Mahershala, as they would probably say, wanted to come in and meet with us. And when Mahershala Ali wants to meet, you take the meeting. I think he just had come off of his second Academy Award, and we were talking very polite, and he was talking about what a fan he was. And then he just cut right to it and was like, Blade. And we were like, yes. Now, are they throwing him under the bus <laughs> with this oh, one? Oh my god, yes! Yeah, I'm like, um... So they're basically saying that they came, he came to them and said, I want to be Blade. Yeah, they, they were, were like, like yes. we weren't even thinking about doing anything with this. And then he came and said, can I steal that other guy's job? And they're like, well, all right, since you're now, already here. Now, this is a mess. Mar you know that's not what happened, Marvel. You know that's not what happened. You pinned him or penned him to play Blade. And you came back. So you're trying to make it all. Oh, well, we didn't know. Well, no, we didn't. Please. You know what? I, I, I look forward to when they when um, ABC releases a statement that, you know what? When we heard from Kevin from TV Channel wanted to take a meeting with us, we just said yes. And when he said, you know, hey, what's going on on an American Idol? Um, you know, who's um, over there handling that? Can I basically take Ryan Seacrest's job? And they're like, well, all right. Since Kevin exactly. wants it, he exactly. can have it. Exactly. This is not the type of thing that you were not in development for. Come on. You don't oh, just all oh, of a oh, sudden. Oh, and side note. Also, it's going to be now called um, uh, uh, Live with Kelly and Kevin. So I'm also <laughs> taking over that job, too. See? There you go. There you go. Wow. Well. Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. You're it not. Wasn't, it wasn't me. It was them. It was them. There you go. See? This is nonsense, but great <laughs> nonsense at that. And that about does it for TV channeling. This oh, my week. God. It's been such a fun show. It really has. We learned a lot today. And that's one we to grow have, on. We have. All right. That's one to grow on. Okay. Well, while we grow on that, I need to ask you, where can people listen to all those fabulous back episodes, which I believe they're like, what, more than 70 now of TV channeling? Yes. Well, we've got special episodes. See, people, what we didn't do is we foolishly didn't number everything in the way, the way we should have. And so there were actually, this is episode 63, but there are actually more episodes. What we've done is we've decided to just number everything so yeah let's just number everything so you've got well over 70 episodes to listen to but this is officially episode 63 and you can listen to us in a number of different places we are on apple music we are on spotify we're on google play we're on soundcloud we're also on stitcher we are on um uh, tune in radio we are on tvchanneling.com, and yeah, that's an easy way to just go to tvchanneling.com, and you can listen that way. But any of your favorite podcasting apps, because I think we're also on Pocket, uh, Pocket Cast, and a whole bunch of them. If you just Google TV channeling, everywhere we are will come up. And while you're there, please subscribe so you can get the latest episodes as they drop, and leave a review, a nice one. Yeah, make it nice. Because Tachi has connections. Something could happen to you if it's a <laughs> Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, if in case you You got wanted... a pretty face, it'd be a shame if something happened to it. Are you threatening me, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, goodness, goodness. As and as we, you know, come off of that high, uh, Kevin will tell us where. Oh, wait, wait. There's one last place people might want to listen to our show. Oh, want to hear us on the radio. That. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. How could I forget? The main place we are is WJMSRadio.com. Thank you, Kevin. If you want to listen to us live every Tuesday and every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, you can listen to us at WJMSRadio.com. There are a bunch of cool shows there, but you know, that's our, that's our home. So please take a listen to us over at WJMSRadio.com. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, and I love WJMSRadio.com. And another great show you can listen to there is Last Weekly, where they recap the week in pop culture. So that's a great show to listen to. Oh, okay, if we're doing that... <laughs> oh, and there's another an, another show I personally love. It is called Mediascope, and they go in deep when it comes to pop culture and news and electronics. It's all there, and it's hosted by this incredible woman. I can't remember yeah. her name, but she is so good. Let me learn you. It's me, Doctor. <laughs> oh, is it is it spelled M I or M E? You know what? Anyway. <laughs> Dr. Tachi, that's it's me. And this is our four-year anniversary coming up on Wednesday, so we will be celebrating four years of doing Mediascope. Oh, wow. I will. I can't wait. I will definitely be in the audience because you can interact. One thing that's cool about the show is you can interact with Tachi live. Uh, it's, a, uh, she's a, it's a live streaming show. You can um, actually give me a shout out. I will be at the next show. So you can actually give us a shout out and, and, and chat and ask Tachi questions and comment with the, with the, with the gallery because we like to talk and comment as the show has happening. So it'll be so much fun if you're a part of it. And there's another new thing that's come to WJMSRadio.com. It's a little thing called uh, a weekend uh, box office, yes. movie gnome weekend box office, and that's hosted by who is host? Who's hosting that, Tachi? Do you know by any chance? Mm, not quite. Could you tell me? I believe it's one Kevin Williams is the host of the movie gnome weekend box office, and that I've is heard also about been him. on WJMS <laughs> Radio, and also you can find that on Gnome Alone Radio wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And let me. Let me let people know where they can check out TV channeling. So we done we plugged everything we're involved in. Yes. <laughs> and and be aware, people, we're going to do this every time now. So so be you know, sit down for a minute while we go through everything that we're involved in. Yeah, somebody get a search protector because there's gonna be a lot of plugs. Exactly. A lot of plugs. Yes. All right. So um we would love for you to reach out to us on social. And we're everywhere on social. We're on Facebook, we're on Snapchat, we're on Instagram, and on my personal favorite, Twitter. And we are last. Um, no, whoops. We are TV channeling. <laughs> we are TV channeling everywhere, and we would absolutely love to hear from you. So, if there is a show you would like us to review, or if there's something going on in entertainment news that you want to get our take on, let us know. If there's a top five show you want us to do, give us a suggestion. We would love to hear from you, and we would love a follow on social. Absolutely, absolutely. Please do. Follow, like, subscribe, share with people because we really, and this is for all of our properties, we really do have some great content and we enjoy doing it because of you. So thank you for listening. And I guess we'll sign off the way we always do. Bye from Tachi. And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're watching it, we're talking about it all summer long. Yes, and it may be the best thing that happens to us this year. Cheers! (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Bye.